everybody, welcome to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 44. Episode 44. Cruising around here. Already up to 44 episodes. I'll be your host, Ryan. Uh, gonna wait for Matt to join us. But uh, thanks for joining us tonight. We'll be talking the Eternals movie. Or Eternals, sorry, there's no the. Um, we'll dive into Eternals briefly without spoilers, just so anybody who hasn't had a chance to see it yet can, um, you know, get a, our, our opinion on the movie without spoiling it for themselves. And then we're going to jump into uh, spoiler territory. We'll, we'll let you know when that happens. Um, but yeah, hope everybody's doing well. Been a busy week. And uh, I'm on vacation now, finally. So, yay me! Um, yeah, here's Matt right now. So let's uh, get Matt in here. There he is. I'm on vacation now. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm going to New York next week. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that. That's why I won't be here next week, because I guess I'll be... Oh, you didn't know, but I'm joining you in New York! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Just kidding. It's not happening. Uh, that'd be so funny, imagine. You get off the plane, and you're like, buddy, what up? <laughs> <laughs> you go to your hotel room for a romantic night with your wife, and I'm just in your bed like, hey, guys, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Uh, you know, just uh, happy to be done work for a week. and Hell yeah. And yeah, riding high off of the movie last night. I quite enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, I've been pretty excited to talk about it. I can barely hear you. Again. Oh, again? That's weird, eh? It's weird because we when, when, when I, I actually when like I post the, the podcast everywhere. What? Sorry? I was just going to say, when I listen to the playback, it, I can hear it's totally fine. Yeah, I don't know why it goes so quiet when, when we're going in here. It doesn't make any sense to me. I can take these off. So it's, but it's just more... This isn't really that much better for you, is it? A little bit. Okay. It's fine. Whatever. I'll just struggle to hear you. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into Eternals in, in, in a bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, first we'll just get into, uh, you know, the normal, typical, how you doing, what you've been watching. <laughs> that kind of jazz. My yeah. dog's going to bark like always, always, you know. Oh, that's really cool, man. Like you can actually <laughs> see through the... <laughs> the legs and stuff oh yeah definitely that's really cool come here yeah super cool uh, um yeah um well i can if you want me to start with what i've been watching i can kind of start i guess after the show yeah. last week uh, i was like i had like a lazy day on saturday i just kind of like sat around and like just vegged out all day I, I like never like actually sit and watch movies but on Saturday I watched <laughs> Ghostbusters 1 Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> Zombieland 1 Zombieland 2 so because I had yep. never seen Zombieland 2 so I was the first time I'd watched it so yeah it was, it was pretty good I guess I mean it was I mean it's not great it wasn't as good as the first one yeah it's, it wasn't as good as the first one but it was fine like I didn't mind it 
I didn't I didn't anticipate that I would enjoy it like the first one. Like it played off of a lot of the things I liked about the first one, but it it just yeah. Are you gone? Oh, there you go. There we go. Problem okay. solved. Problem solved. Way to go, Finn. Yeah, no, I know. We saw a trailer in front of Eternals for the new Ghostbusters, and Brian, me and my friend Brian went to see uh, Eternals, and we were talking about rewatching both of those. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I, I just did. I like the first one way better, but the second one's still oh, pretty yeah. okay. Sure. Like, the first one's way better than the second but it's funny because I watched a couple like videos about Ghostbusters 2 and I found out that like that was like not the script they originally were gonna do, yeah. I guess. Like so they did the beat and switch. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, so yeah. I don't know. That's but I'm super excited for the new Ghostbusters. I can't wait. Yeah, well, are you seeing that opening night too? Uh what's that? November nineteenth? Um yeah. I'm not sure. It depends. I, I think when I come home, like Kate really wants to see Eternals, so I might end up seeing Eternals that week and then seeing Ghostbusters the week after. But we'll see. Well, it's up if we needed, weeks, right? if we needed a conversation. Week, and then the following week is Ghostbusters. So, oh, sorry. Like, do we we need something to talk about that week then? Do we or no? Yeah. Right. We don't. Yeah. Have well, that would be the week before Hawkeye, right? So. Yeah. Um, All right, maybe if you want, maybe we can do a Ghostbusters spoiler cast on the 19th, if you want. Okay, let me see what I can do. If I can make it work, I'll, tr I'll try to yeah, make well, it work. Let me know. Hard. I'm going to see the 19th, so. Okay, cool. I hadn't planned on seeing it opening night, but I guess I technically could, so. Well, yeah. let me know. It's no big deal. If you can't, if you can't pull okay. it off, then uh, we'll just, okay. just talk shit like we normally do. Okay, yeah. Take off yeah, shirt, watch those Speaking of shirts, check out my sweet new shirt I got. It says more like old mutants. It's it's like uh <laughs> it's like it's a good. joke that the, the the weekly planet guys make and then he's got this guy like basically makes shirts of all their like jokes and stuff like that. So they call yeah. they do that because like the new mutants was delayed for like six years or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it was forever. Forever, forever. I don't think it was six yeah. years, but I think it was pretty close. I think it was like five years. It was like years. three. Yeah, I know it was delayed, delayed. Like I think it was longer than three. Theatrically, years. it was like three years. I think. Still, it's pretty funny. And, it's like uh, it's like a lot of those movies, right? Like even uh, you know, like Freddy versus Jason or Batman versus Superman or any of these movies. Like they were talked about in the nineties and then got delayed and they couldn't get a script they like and got delayed and like. You know, there's a lot of these movies that just get in development hell and you just never get to see them. And then, you know, yeah. New Mutants was caught and I don't know, whatever, uh, you know, the Fox Disney merger and like all this yeah. shit that they just didn't know what to fucking do with it. And studio interference at the beginning, right? I think it was supposed to be something different than it actually ended up being and then it yeah. switched and then. Well, and then that I and back, I mean, I think. the movie was dog shit <laughs> and they didn't want to put it up. So. I didn't even finish it. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's it was almost like it's borderline unwatchable. It's really, really bad. I was just like, Ooh, as man. I was watching it, I was like, why am I wasting my time watching this? This is terrible. 
Yeah, it's really bad. And I was just like, you know what? It's probably better I just leave it. It's like this is if this is the gonna be the last bit of the Fox X Men, then like, yeah, let's just yeah. let's just let's just leave it. At least have a little bit of a better memory. It's not even a good memory with Phoenix, with Dark Phoenix. But I mean, it was better than. I mean, at least no. with Dark Phoenix, you could like be like, oh, hey, it's the X Men, you know. <laughs> But like the new mutants, it was just yeah, it was. There's nothing worth saving there. It was a mess. So, it was an absolute yeah, mess. Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Um, and I think that's mostly it. I think. What did you get up to this week? You got your Lego. Um, so I, I don't think I mentioned last week, but last week I was also really drunk, so I have no idea if I talked about it. I, I honestly have no idea what I talked about at all last week. You were um, super drunk last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, came back last, not last Sunday, the Sunday before. Um, I love that show. I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. It's basically Seinfeld, but on HBO. Um, so that just came back. It's really, really good. So I've been watching it. There's only two episodes so far of this season, but it's, it's, it's really solid. Nice. Um, yeah. And uh, What We Do in the Shadows just ended last week. That's really good. <clears throat> Still recommend that. And then the new season of Dexter is starting Sunday. Pretty stoked nice. for Because Dexter, you know, the last season of Dexter is notoriously one of the worst things they ever put on television. So I recall um, you telling me that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this, like, return to Dexter, you know, after whatever, eight years, ten years, whatever the fuck it's been since the finale. I hope that... Uh, kind of reclaims its glory as uh, a good show. So pretty excited to see how they handle it. But um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Succession too. I'm, I, I probably talked yeah. about it the last couple of weeks, but Succession's fucking awesome and it's just getting better and better every week. So nice. that's about it. I, uh, I don't think I really watched much this week. <clears throat> Other than your usual shows? Yeah, my usual shit. Survivor obviously still going. Block finale Sunday, so I'll be done talking about the block. You'll never have to hear me talk about it until next summer. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then obviously Eternals today. I just got back from it like Eternals. about I don't know an hour ago, so two hours ago. So me and so everyone knows Ryan and I haven't spoken about Eternals yet. So I'm curious to know his thoughts on it. Um, yeah, no, we haven't talked about it at all because I just I literally I got back at eleven o'clock tonight my time, yeah. so. Um, and I saw it last night. Kind of so. Yeah, yeah. I got to talk to one of my, my only one of my friends so far. I think has seen it. So like, I was chatting with him a bit today about it. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. So we want to get into that? Or we, yeah, we can definitely. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we'll do like a brief, non-spoiler filled opinion. Yeah, we'll yeah. go for you know five ten minutes. And then we'll dump, we'll we'll let you know when we jump into spoilers. So um, we'll do. Uh, yeah, we should get a post-it note and stick it on our heads that says spoilers. I'll do it. I'll take yeah. one for the team. You do that. I need to write it backwards though, because I think it's all backwards, isn't it? Well, good luck with that, because I have no ability to do oh, any of that. Damn. Yeah, go nuts. I I mean, um, my brief opinion on it was I didn't like it. Um, I thought it was extremely boring uh, to the point where I almost fell asleep in the theater. Um, I would delete about an hour and a half of this movie. Um, yeah, I thought it was very, very boring, very, very slow. Um, 
I like parts of it. I think there's character elements of it that is well done, but I found that uh, overall it's way too long. Um, I would have put, I would have ter- personally like this. All my honest opinion, and I said this right after the movie, is I would have done a Disney Plus show uh, about 10, 12 episodes introducing all these characters and getting all that plot element out of the way, almost like uh, um, Umbrella Academy or or Lost, where they did like one episode for each character, where you really get to know the background of each character and really get you to um, fall in love with each individual character and then do a movie where they could just got into an actual plot of the movie. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think it's a very mediocre movie. I liked it less than Black Widow. I'd give it maybe a six out of ten. Well, in fairness, I didn't expect, I didn't think you would like it. I kind of felt, I kind of felt like it was like a bit too, because the thing is, is like, this is kind of where I landed is like, I, you know, I really didn't want to have like another, like just a Marvel movie. Like, (laughs) I've, I've been pretty clear on the fact that like, you know, I'm pretty sick of like, the Marvel formula. I mean, I'm not sick of it because I still, yep. I love everything they've done, but I'm just like, you know, Black Widow came out and I was like, wow, that was like super underwhelming and like I totally agree. It, felt, it felt super stale. So then going into something like this, you know, like I think we both spoke about it last week on the pod where I was, it's just kind of like like, I don't know these characters. Like, I don't even know I think the only characters I really know are like Cersei and um black knight really i think are the only characters i even knew like i didn't know any of these people before so um let's not spoil anything too heavily here no no i know i know but i'm just saying that it's like it's it's um yeah i didn't know anything about them and then like so i wasn't excited going into this and then yeah i don't know i just we got into it and i liked the character building i did i don't i do agree that it was a bit long but um but i don't know there were some twists in it that i didn't see coming and uh the end yeah i don't know i just thought it was cool i think there there still is one familiar thing from other movies which i won't say that kind of crept its way in here but in the overall scheme i don't think it really was that big of a deal so yeah i mean I just think the first hour was really bad. It's not oh, the way see, it's I loved that. I loved that. Like see, the, the thing so is, is, like it was long cool. and it was drawn out, but like it was building the characters. So like, but like, it wasn't, the, in my opinion. I yeah, well, it was though. Had like, it was a very very hard time remembering even characters' names by the end of the movie. Like, there's way too much shoved into an hour, hour and a half for you to have any. Um, emotional attachment to any of these characters or any uh, any care about what happens to them because I don't even barely know them. Like, there's literally characters that are in the movie for literally like eight minutes. Like, it, it's just I, I don't know. It's very convoluted and throws so much at you in the first hour. Where me personally, I was just like, I don't care any of the drama that is happening in this movie, I don't care what the outcome is because I have no attachment to any of these characters. Now, maybe if I had known the comics and was attached to these characters, I'd feel differently. But I think the majority of people going into this movie probably have don't know much about the Eternals yeah, definitely. in general. And They're pretty deep I don't cut. think this movie sure. does it any justice of like 
really getting a feel for these characters, care for these characters, being involved in their lives, who they are as people. Like, it, it's just a scattershot approach at introducing these characters. And, you know, by halfway through the movie, I'm like, literally nothing has happened in this movie. Like, we've gotten a, a bit of background character, but then it jumps forward again in time, then jumps back in time, then jumps forward in time, then jumps back in time. I'm like, it, it's so all over the place that, like, I never felt like, oh, I really I really care what happens to her or him. Like, it was just like, okay, it's just another another guy, like, with powers, great. Like, um, yeah, I just, I, I had no attachment to anybody, really, in the movie. And so when any outcome happens to any of the characters, it was just like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the, the, like, while I agree it's hard to... Um, like kind of attached with any of these characters with the limited amount of time you get to spend with them. I thought the thing that I thought really bonded them together and kind of made me like buy into it more was like, it felt like they really like cared about each other and like had each other's backs. And even though there was like differences in the group, um, I felt like they, they for the most part, like operated as kind of like a family unit. And I kind of, I felt like that built a lot of attachment to them for me. Like I didn't really need to have, you know, I got, I got like a little bit through like the yeah. back and forth, like you said, um, trying, trying to not do any spoilers here, but it's, yeah, I know it's very hard. It's hard. Um, but yeah, like I, I thought like the, that family aspect between the team, like it, it helped me like, develop feelings for the characters as a whole rather than just like individual characters i definitely agree with you like when we started it i didn't even know like and you know usually i know because i'm so into the action figure stuff and i know right but like i didn't know any of the names other than like i knew cersei and i knew icarus and like that was that was really like those are the names i knew right and and like by the time i got to the middle i started to remember some of them but even by the end like yeah uh, like I didn't remember all of them. Like there were a couple that I don't. Oh yeah, still, I still, right now I I don't remember. But thousand percent. So and, like, I agree that there was a lot for sure. Yeah, like I think if <laughs> like if there was like Greg, John, Bill, you know, <laughs> Kate, whatever. Like you could you could remember some of these names, but some of them are so like obscurely named where you've never heard this name really used in general, like at all. I'm like, there's no way i'm going to remember this dude's name like you i'd have to see it 15 more times to even like know how to say it like yeah and, and it's so many characters at once where it's like it's not like you're you're meeting one character and they go hey this is john nice to meet you and you go oh okay i can i can reference that it's like here's john bill ted greg G. it's like you walked into a party and you're introduced to 35 people and then by the end of the night you're going i don't remember anybody's name you know yeah. It's just yeah. too much at once. It's like you said, though. It's like the the hard part is the like their names aren't easy, so it's like that no. doesn't do doesn't do them any favors. But again, though, no, like for sure. me, I think that was part of the thing that really like saved it for me was it's like I treated it more as like a, as a family unit than a, yeah. than seven or eight individuals or whatever the number was. And like I thought like visually I thought like it looked really good. I thought oh, it the, it was I thought the powers were good. I thought like the 
level of comedy that we got was at an acceptable level. It wasn't like over the top trying to be too funny and like like yeah, I, I mean there's like pretty... there was definitely scenes that made me laugh. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Um so. I think some of it fell flat, but I think you know there was definitely two or three times where I laughed out loud. But um, me too. Yeah. It was it was it was really well shot. Like don't get me wrong, it, it's it's a beautiful looking film, but um the powers thing I kinda disagree with. I mean the one guy's basically flash or the one girl's basically flash, the other well, guy's basically uh uh Superman Cyclops. Like Superman. He's more a Superman. He flies and he shoots lasers out of us. It's funny because yeah, I, I guess, but I mean like the whole movie he's shooting shit out of his eyes and I'm like, you're gonna introduce Cyclops next year. Like you are you sure this is the route you want to go? But um yeah, the I think Cyclops I, is Cyclops gets gets an added bonus because he can't control his. Like that's the No, I, I get it. Yeah. But I'm but, just saying, like there's a cool there's a few cool powers, but like I just feel like there wasn't enough of it. Like the first hour of the film is basically like maybe one action scene, maybe two. And you don't really get to see much of their powers until the end of the film. And it's like, I don't know. It's a yeah, lot of build up. I don't, I don't know if the payoff that's, really. But they, that's, they off. use like, their powers to fight all the battles, though. Like, that's it's literally all they do. It's like that whole opening scene is them. It's just like a showcase for them all to use their powers, like literally. But they're all in What's that? There's like three of them fighting in that first scene, and then then it jumps into the past, and you see a few of them, and then it jumps to the future, and then you see a few of them, then it jumps to the past again. It's like, but all the past fights, all of them were power, like. Yeah, like, but my point is, is you don't know who's who because you don't know anybody yet. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, I think so. Like, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't pick out like, oh, whatever this person's name is does this. I, I don't know because there's. Eight, 10 people on screen and they all have different powers and it's, I don't know any of them, you know? My friend said today, all you have to do to make Matt like the Justice League is make it in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> there is some rumors that they want they want a DC versus MCU. Marvel. Yeah, I know. Um, I think that's a bad idea. but I also think that's a bad idea. It, Marvel, totally should do, Marvel should do that when they get to the point where they start hurting. Like while they're in well, school, I just, they would be stupid. I, I just don't know what the game would be. What 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 is the pro of that? Like the plot isn't going to work well. How do you get these characters involved with each other? And B, what is the outcome? Like obviously nobody's going to die. No no like Marvel or DC is not going to be like yeah kill off Batman yeah kill off. Like they're both going to say no. It's going to end in a draw or yeah. something similar to it. So it's like what? Yeah. Other than like a animated like what if episode where they're like what if the Justice League was in you know the MCU or something like that? I could see that happening where they get like some voice actors to come in and, and do like a Batman, Superman, whatever, and have these characters meet. But like in a live action like Justice League versus Avengers movie, I'm like, what is what is the pro? There is yeah. no pro. I agree there. I agree there. It's the same as Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, um, it was never going to end in a, in a, you know, everybody's dead yeah. and, and there's a winner. Like it had to end in a draw. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All um, right. Do you yeah, want to do so spoilers? Yeah, we should probably do spoilers. 
for so guy so i'm gonna make a little sign here so that way i can see here see how this goes good luck with that one mr art <laughs> i have an idea oh wait that's not the right idea <laughs> hang on this will get the right idea i have an idea no that's the right wrong idea <laughs> hang on i'm gonna do really good here yeah, I wish we. Uh, I I could make the lights flash, but that's about as much much as I can do. I got it. I got it. I think so. Hang on. I just have to focus, or else I'll fuck up. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. Uh, where is this? Oh yeah, I didn't show this. So while you're doing that, I'll show this off real quick. Okay, you're talking about the Legos. I got the Batmobile. Sweet. That's exciting, so, eh? Yeah, so actually I'm going to start with the Daily Bugle, I think, on Monday. Nice. <laughs> yeah, put that on your head. I can read it. That's good. That's perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> we need a little, gonna, uh, little post. My arm's going to hurt here. Hey, what's up, uh, Brophy time? Brophy time. Um, yeah, no, uh, so spoilers. Um, yeah, like, like, like I basically said, I didn't, I didn't really like it. Um, I found that any of the character deaths were completely, um, completely wasted because I had no attachment to these characters. Oh, see, I was, uh, well, I mean, I thought the Ajax one was pretty so when we open the movie we get to see all the not all the eternals shortly after we get started we get to see all the eternals and you kind of find out that ajax on the high x character is like the kind of like the main leader. main leader eternal yeah. and then we find out that um um she's like dead like right now like in the present day um <clears throat> So yeah, yeah so it, kind of it, it starts around. like what was it, five thousand BC? Mm, yeah, I can't remember the date. It's old though. That's where that's not. Yeah, it's like five thousand BC, like, and then it jumps to yeah. present day. Then it jumps to like two thousand BC. Then it jumps to present day. Then it jumps to like whatever twelve hundred AD. Then it jumps to present day, and yeah. it, it, it we slowly, you know, see battles that they were in within you know time and. The beginnings of humanity um and their you know basically their battles with with these creatures that have risen through the ground and basically they're protecting humanity from these creatures and um yeah basically we we slowly get to know the characters but in present day we're really focusing on um cersei right and kind of what basically happens, I don't know, should we say, I guess we, it's hard for me to keep it in line because I, I honestly, I only saw it once and it's still pretty fresh. So, but like yeah. basically what happens is Cersei finds out that the reason the Eternals were created was because um, they want to, they're supposed to kill off the deviants, which are the bad guys. And it basically allows like the planet to like grow, it, like the population grows and basically all of the growth creates like energy in the planet. And the idea is that the planet is then sacrificed to like birth a celestial. 
So right. the Eternals find out about it and then they um um like try to fight back, I guess, against their master, like Ish I think his name's Ishram or Ishram or something like that. But the head like the celestial that created them or whatever. Right. I mean basically yeah, Ajax is like, I don't know, the lead Power Ranger, if you need to reference it to something, that's talking to yeah. Zordon all the time. And That's a good yeah. analogy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically like, I mean, there's a lot of parts of this that was totally Power Rangers, in my opinion, but um, yeah, basically that Ajax communicates, there's, you know, a 10-person team or whatever. They all have different powers and elements and relationships within the team, but... They basically don't age, they live eternally, and they think that they're fighting off these deviants to protect Earth, but in reality, the whole point of the deviants is, well, the point of them is to kill off the deviants so that humanity can, population can grow big enough, but um, they don't know that, and Ajax knows that, but has kept it secret all this time, but we get some cool battle scenes, but there's a lot of plot development in the early going, a lot of trying to understand who these characters are and their relationships between them. But, I mean, the main beginning part of the movie is Cersei and her new love relationship. Uh, I can't remember the, the character's name. Dane. Dane. He's the, he's uh, the Black Knight in uh, the comics. And it looks right. like that's where they're heading here, too. Right. So we get that in the end credit scene. But, I mean... Yeah, I mean, that was the most fascinating part of the movie for me, and then he's out of the movie for an hour and a half. But, like, so oh, uh, his know. introduction was the most important part of the movie for you? I thought he was the most likable character in the first oh. half hour of the movie, and then he's gone for 90% of the movie and then comes back at the end, but I'm like, you introduced the most likable character and the most relatable character in this whole thing, and then he's gone the entire movie. It was, it was just a very weird choice to me. Oh, see, I didn't really um, feel like he was the most relatable. I didn't dislike him, but I mean, I didn't. Like, the thing is, is like, I thought there was some really cool elements here. Like, I thought, like, Sprite's struggle with, like, accepting the fact that she was basically made as, like, a kid. And, like, she spent 7,000 years in, like, a kid's body being around people and, like... I thought that was an interesting, like, you know, she's, she, at one point she even questions, like, why did, why was I made like this? Why would they make me like this kind of thing? Right. And I thought that was really, I don't know, I thought that was well, super relatable. I feel like a lot of people uh, ask that question to themselves a lot. Like, why did this happen yeah, to me? I, I, mean, I, just, I didn't really like her as a character overall. Like, I, I did at first. And then at the end when she, when she, like, stabbed what's her name uh stabbed Xerxes. i was like ah, oh, you fucking bitch fuck you <laughs> yeah no same um I, I mean she had relatable elements i didn't really like the actress that was playing her i found her kind of um very uh i don't know the way she delivered her dialogue i found it very kind of obnoxious and like dry a lot of the a lot of the movie even uh icarus i found like a lot of his, his dialogue delivery was just very like bland and, and i have to uh, agree with you there I actually, yeah. I didn't, I think Icarus was the one I disliked the most. And then when, so uh, Brophy Time said, what do you guys think about the Icarus twist? So basically what happens, Ryan already kind of alluded to it, but like basically what happens is uh, he he basically knows that 
Earth is going to be sacrificed to birth a celestial, like throughout, like the, since the, at the very beginning, like when they all kind of disband. And yeah. uh, he's Ajax just like, yeah, Ajax has told him, yeah. And then, uh, so while they're all trying to keep busy to stop the emergence, I think it was called, from happening, uh, she, uh, he's doing stuff, putting stuff in place that'll basically just like stall them. So that way, like, it'll just stall out and then the thing will happen and Earth will be sacrificed. And then when that happens, they just basically like reset and go to the next planet and do it all again. So right. that's kind of the idea is like they're, they're just there until like the power, the planet can like power up enough to basically birth a celestial. The planet, right? We're basically being used as batteries. To yes, charge up the celestial. It's basically the Matrix, but not the Matrix. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess similar idea, but not really the same execution. No, no. I mean, it's it's basically humanity is a battery to power up the celestial that's going to get birth once humanity reaches a, enough population and enough, right? You know, technology and whatever. But um, I thought like, some I of thought, the characters were cool. Like even uh, before we lose track of like just trying to stay on topic here but it's like even going back to like relatable stuff like i also thought and here we go it's like i already can't remember his name was it ethos or was it uh who is the the black guy who could like make stuff with his hands i can't remember his name i love that ethos or eros eros or something like that but no idea whatever his name was i can't remember his name but um like i thought his like uh you know, like, so when they go and they find him, like, he basically swore off humanity after, like, he was kind of done being an eternal. What's that? Fastos. Brophy time in the chat says Fastos. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, so he, he, like, basically swears off using his powers and doesn't want anything to do with humanity, but then all of a sudden, they go and find him all these years later, and he's married and has a kid, and, like, um, he's kind of like refound like his passion for humanity through his family and like I don't know I just like I thought again I thought that was really cool too right is like there you oh, got this guy I think like, he's the most likable character in the movie yeah I thought he was a lot of fun so but then even but he's like, barely in the movie like, I look at um uh Gil- Gilgamesh 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 Gil- whatever his name was I thought he was a really likable character too. Yeah, he was so fun. But like, even when they killed his character off, I was like, I felt that because like, honestly, I could feel Angelina Jolie's character, Fina. I could feel like her character, like the loss that she had. And I was just like, man, like, I know we haven't spent a lot of time with these characters, but it's just like, I felt like through her sadness, like I, I, like, I like felt it. I was just like, man, there's this person who like is keeping her in line and keeping her he basically is kind of like her keeper like she has this thing where like she kind of loses she's going crazy yeah she kind of starts going crazy and starts like attacking the other eternals and basically is strong enough to kill the other eternals so gilgamesh kind of like keeps her in, in place and has kind of promised her like i'll always be there to kind of like make sure you can't like kill us all kind of thing right because yeah, the other alternative like was seemed more like it was just a good friendship yeah yeah but i mean it felt like obviously that too but like it just felt like there was something else there just because it's like you know he pretty much was willing to sacrifice it and like put himself at risk at all times to just so that way she wouldn't have to like you know basically be erased right Basically, her memory is so filled with memories that she starts going crazy because her brain can't take anymore, basically, is, like, the premise of it, that she starts going crazy. But Yeah. Um, 
yeah, my biggest problem with it was that we didn't have enough time with any of these characters. It's the same as Ajax and 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 him. Like it, their deaths meant nothing to me because I didn't know the character. I had no relationship with these characters. I didn't get enough time with these characters. Like, you know, my friend Brian said, like, oh yeah, when when he died, I really felt for Angelina Jolie's character. And I I just I, I didn't have any emotional attachment to either of those people. So I was just like, whatever. It's just a guy that's dying. Like. I thought his character was really cool and interesting. I wish we would have got more with him, but it just, there was no character development for him. He was in the movie for six minutes and then he's dead. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know. Um, it just needed more time. It needed, it needed more character development. I think these characters should have died in like the end battle where we actually finally would have had a little bit of time with them and could have got to know them in the team dynamic. Yeah, but they did move the story forward in most situations, right? Like Ajax dying at the beginning was completely necessary to kickstart the story. Right? It was, but like then then you need more plot development to introduce her character. You need to spend more time with her as a character to have any emotional attachment to her death. Like I, I get that it's like kind of out of nowhere and that that's what kind of drives the story, but again, like I don't like you all these characters are crying around this character's death and I'm like, who gives a shit? We've met her three minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's the idea isn't isn't for you to be sad that you lost her. It's for you to realize that they're sad that they that she's gone. Like yeah, she her her as a character. But if this was movie two where I knew these characters already, then I would be sad when she's gone. But I don't. Brophy says, or Brophy Time says, for me, Makari was a waste, but she had the coolest action scenes. I actually loved her power in action. I thought it looked amazing. I think it's probably my favorite use of, like, that speedy power in, like, anything we've seen. I even liked it better than, uh, while I do like, uh, like, Fox Quicksilver, Quicksilver from the first the first yeah. episode that he did, the first time he did it in the jail cell there. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, the problem with that is, is one scene plays out over like six minutes right whereas like yeah i like the way makari's powers were um showcased i thought it was good and it was a cool use of it but i do also agree as much as i liked that character i felt like she especially i didn't really have any like story with her yeah so no, I, agree. I, do, I do agree that like there was a lot here absolutely like i there was a lot to take in. I can I can see why it's getting the criticism it's getting. Yeah, because I just it's think nothing was... like it's nothing like an MCU movie we've seen before. Like it's one hundred percent different. Um, no, and, and then... I, I think that's a good thing at, at times, but I just think if this is the way they wanted to do it, that's fine. But we needed character development. We needed. You know, like I said, like a mini series introducing these characters or something to really, you know, spend time with these characters before before we get to the main plot point. And it was just very, very like quick to like, okay, these are the three main, you know, eternals, and then the rest are just kind of fodder or not very well introduced until the end of the movie. And it's like I get you can't have ten new characters. It's a Justice League problem, you know, in the DC universe is where half the characters were never introduced in their own movies so if you have no familiarity with these characters yeah. then you're like totally on you know off to the side and that that was the problem with this movie is i i think it was well shot i think it was well directed i think the script had problems i think the dialogue was very you know a lot of times very uh dry and kind of 
poorly delivered. Um, I liked Cersei. I, I liked Angelina Jolie. I don't think she was in the movie enough. Um, yeah, like uh, even the um, the Bollywood dude. I, I can't remember the character's name, but he was awesome in like his his little director buddy there. Like yeah, that was like the so comedic funny. element of the movie, but they weren't in it enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, like again, I'm not, I, I can't argue that because I, I agree. We, it would have been great to spend more time with these guys and get to know them a bit more. But like I said, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of the emotional weight from this comes from like the relationship with the characters, and like I was able to buy that yeah. like pretty quick because I thought they did a good job at like kind of showcasing how much they look out for another, eat one another, whether it's. Gilgamesh and Athena and Athena, or whether it's like uh Makari or um like even Druig there, the guy who kind of controls people's minds or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean my I assumption know, like, too, I, I thought, what's that? I, I assume these characters are gonna come back. Yeah, I mean I if they're not they if they're, they're not real anyway, they're back. just manufactured, then they can just make another one. Oh, I see what you're saying. About the ones that died, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Without their memories or whatever, but you could bring them back as villains, you could bring them back as reborn, like, there's so many ways you could bring these people back to, like, I mean, that's the Marvel issue anyways, is nobody's really dead, but um... Yeah, I... I I don't know, I, I... Like I said, it's like, it's a fine movie, it's not bad, I wouldn't say, like, fuck this movie, don't ever go watch it, like... It's totally a okay film. A six, six point five out of ten, totally fine. I um I have no plans on rewatching this movie anytime soon. It's way too fucking long and way too fucking boring. I, on the other hand, will be going and seeing it in another week, probably. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I want to see more years from now. I'll rewatch it, but it won't yeah, be anytime I, soon. I feel like on a second viewing, I'll be able to pick up more things too, which would be nice. So that I might have missed. Sure. The first time around but yeah i uh yeah i liked it i'm not saying it's my favorite marvel movie or anything like that i just like i give it big points for originality like sure. i thought the action scenes were great i thought the like use of their powers were great i do wish we could have spent more time with everybody for sure like yeah you know i would have done the movie more favors 100 percent, but like i don't i don't like i said i don't uh i didn't need that to make yeah. me uh, to make me feel like I have to care about these characters because I thought they did a good job at at portraying them as a unit rather than just individuals. So, but I will say one of the things I did dislike about uh, about it was uh, that Marvel villain situation again, where we get yep. Crow, the main uh, deviant, that's kind of basically uh, like evolving as we get through the movie as he can he steals different Eternals powers uh, he is evolving as a character uh, and then at one point in the movie uh, him and Thena get into a fight and she just like cuts him into like six pieces and like then he's gone it's like okay yeah. that's <laughs> that's the that's thing I've been running from this whole time and like now like yeah. alright yeah. peace out motherfucker like you're out of here but it's like yeah. I mean I guess in that case like it, it kind of works only because like in the end he wasn't really the villain anyway like we kind of find out that the deviants are basically just the eternals but they're just they right. were given the option to 
to like evolve as they needed to where the Eternals were not were basically stripped of that when they were created so like yeah so at that point it like it, they don't it doesn't really matter anymore but but then we at that point we find out that like Icarus is now is like is that the actual kind of villain of the piece where he's trying to stop them from carrying out their right. mission right so so yeah, yeah I mean, Sasquatch I hope you're still here and I remember you. I don't think you really cared if you watched The Eternals, so hopefully we're not ruining it for you. Yeah, spoilers, yeah. spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Eternals. Spoilers um, in my head. I, I, uh, I don't know. I like I said. I, I think a lot of these characters were interesting, and we just didn't get enough time with them. I like the ending. I like the the end battle scenes. But again, yeah, you're right. It had the Marvel villain problem. Um, it definitely again reminded me of Power Rangers when they're like, "Whoa, we all need to team up." And I'm like, "Oh, it's Megazord time." All right. And then yeah, I was they're all linking up to make a Megazord. That's what I totally was thinking. I was like, oh, they're gonna make a Megazord of some sort right now to fight these fucking things. And then it's like kind of that, but it's not, you know, it's not actually we a Zord. But power now. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's Megazord time, right? And and yeah, the a lot of a lot of the movie really reminded me of, of Power Rangers, but um I didn't see it then, but now that you're saying it, I I definitely see it. Yeah, they all get the bracelets. It's like basically they're like, you know, watch thing that they have in Power Rangers and like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I, I think it has cool things within it. I think it's an okay first step towards a new group of heroes slash villains. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the diversity of the cast. I like that we got a lot of different okay. characters from a lot of different backgrounds. I think that's cool. I think that's what yeah. Marvel needs is a, a very diverse, different, you know, let's bring everybody in. Everybody has a part of this, and I think that's cool. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, I, I like, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen it going around or whatever, but it's movies getting banned in, like, a lot of uh, African countries and stuff like that. Because, because of they, the they gay? Yeah, that's too bad. And Heaven forbid like, somebody just loves somebody <laughs> it wasn't like like there was like a sex scene in the movie yeah. where these cake characters were like doing anything that was like oh like man, that. Like, fucking like throat fucking each other or anything like, no, like that's what i mean like it was like very very like small minute part of the movie and it was like very tastefully done of a family yeah. loving each other i'm like why is this how could this be seen in a negative light in any it fucking way even... I, don't, I don't understand it when I usually find a lot of that stuff feels really like contrived, I didn't feel that at all in this. Like I felt very no. natural. Like it didn't feel like it was put there just for like conversation. Like totally, it, it, it felt it, totally like, natural. It, it felt like this mentioned. Like it was just kind of like it just happened, and everything was just good, and it was good. So yeah, yeah, I understand that it's illegal in those countries to be gay, but that's fucking absurd and i'm not gonna yeah. ever say oh it's the right to say that no it's fucking i agree stupid. sorry i agree 100 um everybody has a right to love whoever they want to fucking love and i agree uh, i don't i don't, don't put your penis or vagina into or onto anybody you want whatever makes you happy as long as it's uh okay by the both of these people then do whatever you want do whatever I makes agree. you happy i don't give a fuck um, no kids, but yeah, no. I, I know. I don't understand. It was it was a super tasteful part of that movie, and like it was actually the most like relatable thing in the movie. It was like, oh, this guy's an actual family man who like has grown to love humanity through his family, and has a husband at home, and has a child at home, and like 
he was the most relatable out of everybody because like nobody else really developed you know like relationships outside of Cersei mm-hmm. and everybody else has kind of been like oh I'm an outcast because I live eternally and I can't fit in with humanity and like he was like no I love humanity then this is where my heart is and I don't want to be involved in any of this I just want to protect my family like I, I he was the most relatable human person in the movie I like his struggle too. I, I think I maybe I think I either started to either talk about this and then I got sidetracked by the fact of, that he had the family. But like I liked how he had a struggle with the fact that he saw what his technology basically allowed humans yeah. to do to one another, and like I thought that was really well, cool. even during World War Two. Yeah, yeah. They did that that quick scene where after Hiroshima. You know, seeing that his like basically technology that he had helped, you know, nuclear yeah, power he, like has a breakdown. Out of bomb. You know. Yeah. 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 And yeah. His son, Basto's son, was awesome. Like he was a he, the kid did a great job. He was again, very likable character. And I'm like, yeah, I'd bring him back. Put him in more things. He's funny. I like this kid. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was good. We should probably like, talk even, about kind of Oh, go ahead. Fina using her powers to grab him like the fucking apple or whatever off the shelf. And then him like, you're never babysitting. (laughs) Like, (laughs) babysitting privileges are revoked. Yeah, it was was great. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, that was was pretty funny. I liked, um, so yeah, I guess I was just going to say like the ending. We should probably talk about like the ending before we do the post credits. But so it kind of ends where, um, uh, the celestials that are left on, or the in, uh, eternals that are left on Earth. So Cersei, uh, who else was it? Yep. Cersei, uh, um, Fastos, and hmm, somebody else. Oh, uh, uh, Kingo. Kingo. Okay, yeah, Kingo. yeah. Kingo. Yep. I think you're right. They get they get picked up and basically taken away. Um, by the celestial that created them, he they, he basically pulls them off of the earth, right? And then we see the end, and it's like uh, Athena and Druig and oh, Makari, yeah, yeah, and they're on their ship and they're trying to figure out where the others all went to, and that's kind of like where it ends. Right? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, basically, we get Cersei coming back to Earth and trying to get her relationship back up with uh, whatever is Dave. 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 <clears throat> um, and then him ready to tell her something personal about him, and she gets sucked off into you know space or whatever. Um, I guess because the the other three were in the ship that they were like protected or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe because they weren't on Earth, like maybe he pulled them off. I don't know. Maybe he. Just, yeah. I don't really know. But, so clearly, they're they're setting up some kind of battle there for a yeah. future, you know, movie or whatever. But um, that would be know, interesting because that would be the first time that we start a, a sequel where the main characters are actually in peril rather than ahead of the well, game. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Like, 
it's not it's not a it's not a normal thing to do. Endgame is kind of more like it's less like an Infinity War yeah, uh, sequel. It's more like the continuation. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, you're you're right for sure. Uh, it's it's definitely rare for the MCU to to start a movie where anybody's in peril. Usually, it's starting from square one again. Is the sequel yeah. is like, oh, the villain's dead. Here's where we are five years later. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I, the ending was cool, and I love that. Like the the celestial coming out of the ground is still like it's kind of stuck in in you know ice or whatever in the in the ocean. Like, I think that's a really cool look. And like I Me hope too. that that stays that way in Me future, too. like other films, like if all of a sudden whatever, uh, Doctor Strange or something is somewhere in the area or whatever, and he looks out and there's like still that celestial chilling in the fucking ocean or whatever. Like yep. I think that's cool. Me too. That would be so cool to see as we kind of continue down the road of yeah. all these different places in the MCU and yeah, it's like. Star Wars Episode <laughs> Seven, when you see like fucking star destroyers like fucking landed on the planets and whatever that are I'm all gonna. destroyed and shit like that, like I love that kind of shit where it actually Me gives too. you like some kind of age and reference to like oh all the shit did happen and it's still there and it's still fucking up things and like that's cool. Yeah, yeah I like it too. It's awesome. It's really cool. But yeah, the end credit scenes. Um, end credit. I don't know how familiar you are with the characters and everything like that, but if you want to start. I sure. So I guess the so the first one, the mid credit scene we start with, we revisit Fina and Druig and uh, Makari in the spaceship, and I think that's when they say, "Oh, we can't find right the others." That's what that's what it is. So that that's the mid credit scene. So yeah, so they like, "Oh, we can't find the others," and then all of a sudden they get visited. They kind of see like the kind of reminds me of like oil slick water kind of like the like rainbowy yeah. colored kind of things kind of remind it's like kind of how thanos used to teleport sure and and uh in comes uh pip pip the troll and uh eros i think Starhawk, i think his name is in the comics and it's yeah. supposed to be the prince of titan thanos's brother thanos's brother Thanos' brother. And what he basically says is he introduces himself and he says your friends are in trouble. And I don't know if he alluded to being able to help them. I can't remember. I think he does, right? Well, he said he, he's there to help them or something along those lines. Okay, yeah. But um, I, he, he's not set up as like he's a, he's a villain or anything. It looks like he's no. there to help them. And, and, you know, he's another Eternal from another planet. Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of where we leave that one. So we get to see. So apparently, Pat Mills Oswald is playing Pip. Apparently, the voice of Pip. Anyway, not a big fan. Not a big fan of Pip, of Pip or Pat Oswald. I, I I just there's nothing I've seen Pat Oswald really in that I've really liked his acting. Really like right. I even Modoc like I kind of found him annoying. So yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of uh, hit or miss for me. Yeah, I mean. I think they're getting too many people doing the same thing in in this world. Like, I saw, can't remember who it was now. Uh, somebody from this was in in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, uh, Cersei's was. Cersei she plays. Was it, yeah. uh, she she plays. Um, what's the character's name? She plays one of her teammates, the blue yeah. girl, blue skin girl on uh, on her Cree. Right, right, and that's what I mean. It's like to me, it's like why there's so many actors and actresses in the world. Like, why do you need to duplicate these people? 
Well, like, I mean, the thing at the end of the day, she Minerva, that's her name. She she yeah. was kind of a a background character. And I mean, something like that's super easy to disguise. Like you could put pictures of them next to each other and most people probably wouldn't realize that the sure. Right. I agree. But don't but get I'm me saying, wrong. If all of a sudden like Steve or Chris Evans came back and he was like Johnny Storm, like yeah. then I would obviously be like, all right, you can't really do that. But again, really. that wouldn't surprise me at all. If they bring him in in, in a multiverse thing and he's not Captain oh, in a, America in, in that other universe. That's, in a multiverse, that's different. But I just meant like yeah. as a regular. I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if they go to a multiverse thing and he's there and they're like, oh, Cap. And he's like, Cap. He has no idea what they're talking about. Because that's just a fun, like, yeah. little Easter It would be a small cameo. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, that'd probably also be confusing as balls for the general oh, sure. public. Sure. Uh, Brophy Time says, do you think Dr. Doom will be the big bad for this phase? And uh, I don't know where they're going with this phase right now. I don't think I, this phase. I think, I think next phase. I, I honestly think that we're going to, it's not going to be... I feel like they're going to try to not make it the same. I feel like just having one big bad is going to be like, it's hard to top Thanos because he did it so well. And you don't want it to be an exact, like imagine them spending the next three or four years building towards like Thanos part two. Like that wouldn't really be that fun. Like, I feel like we're going to, I think one villain, I think Kang will kind of kickstart it. And then I think his actions will ultimately spin out and cause like other bigger villains to start showing up. I think it's going to just be a big old shit show as we move forward. Like, I think, I think there's going to be a lot of potential problems for our heroes, like in this world. So, well, I think it's just going to be a multi-tiered war where we're not going to get like a end game style, like here's everybody versus everybody type thing. I think it's going to be on a different, a lot of different fronts. Yeah. Where you're going to see, you know, the X-Men maybe having a Sentinel issue on Earth and then, um, you know, the Fantastic Four having a Doctor Doom issue and then having, you know, whatever, a Krang or a Kang issue, um, you know, somewhere else through like maybe the wizards and, and witches and shit in the series are all fighting Kang and trying to save the multiverse. Like there, it could be fought, fought on a lot of different wars and or a lot of different fronts and and not necessarily all coalesce into like one film. You know, it's going to be, it, this is going on in this world. This is going on over here. This is on a different planet. This is on earth. Like, um, and hopefully it's not, you know, uh, a Thanos type, like, Oh, I want to wipe out humanity thing. Like I hope yeah. there's different goals involved and different in. Yeah. In me too. Yeah. <clears throat> but well, we'll see. I guess. Um, and then the after credits theme, Oh, and then the next one is so that after credits is uh, we cut back to Dane Whitman, uh, who's played by that guy, Kit Harrington, is that his name? Kit Harrington. Yeah. Uh, who's opening a chest with a sword in it. And on the top of the chest, it has like the Black Knight logo. So for anybody who doesn't know that character in the comics plays Black Knight, I actually don't really know anything about Black Knight. The level I know is the sword has been passed down through his family. And basically what happens is he gets powers when he handles the sword. But every time he gets wounded, I believe it is, he starts to like go like crazier or like he starts to kind of lose his mind a little bit. It has like a blood um, like hex on it, basically, that every time he spills blood onto the sword, it makes him lose his mind a little bit or something along those lines. So right. the more blood he spills, the crazier he becomes, I guess. Right. So right when he's had... about... 
Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah, finish finish the credit. Sorry. Oh yeah, so 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 basically, he goes to grab the sword. He opens the thing, and he can kind of see it reacting to him. And right before he goes to grab it, you just hear somebody off screen say, "I are you sure you want to do that?" Or yeah, something. I think. Something are you like sure that. you're ready for that? And a pen, are you sure you're ready for that? And then and then it ends up being uh, well, we don't actually see who it is, but I guess like the rumor is that it's what's his name, Mersh Charlotte. Yeah, him. The guy who's playing Blade. Blade. Yeah. So I guess it's basically been confirmed by Chloe Zhao. So crazy. So yeah. So like, I don't know if Blade and Black Knight have yeah. some. They do. Okay. So yeah, I didn't know that. Like, so from what I've read briefly, and I, again, I'm not familiar with the comics version of this. I, I'm speaking just from what I've read. Um, I guess there's a lot of stuff where Blade and, and um, Black Knight or whatever have like teamed up in the past. Hmm. Um. It seems like a I weird team. Blade is somewhat responsible for training him in, in his sword use or something along those lines because oh. Blade is so great with the with the sword. So yeah, um, I guess that's where he kind of gets trained a little bit. I'm not exactly familiar with it, but um, obviously going out and killing vampires with that would not necessarily cover it in blood. So that might be part of the reason that he's in like ah. the Blade movie as like a team up thing. I'm that not positive, sense. but that would make um, sense. Apparently, Blade's also rumored to be in uh, Moon Knight. Uh, okay, yeah, I can maybe see that. They're kind of both like so, street level shows, so yeah. So I, I think they're trying to set up like that that movie that got delayed. Uh, that was untitled to yeah. like I think it was like November twenty twenty three, and it moved up a week. My assumption is that's Blade. Mm, yeah, maybe. Um. I guess it could be Fantastic Four or something like that, but my assumption, because Blade still doesn't have a, a release date, I don't think it's even started filming, is that, yeah, I yeah I, my assumption in 2023, that's like, you know, almost two years away right now, so exactly two years away from the release date of that, so um, my assumption that's Blade, but they got to start dropping these little tidbits to, ex you know, get people excited for different things, so. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and so I mean... After Spider-Man, right, we get this, like, five-month break. Like, clearly, they got to put in the Disney Plus shows within there, and they're going to set yeah. up, you know, smaller things, too, so. Yeah, I would think so. Before we lose the comment, it goes up too far. I know I can go back, but Brophy Time said, aside from Black Widow, how do you feel that Shang-Chi and Eternals feel as standalones? You go first. Um, Shang-Chi is by far the best of the three. Um I love that movie. I think it was really, really well done. I would give that movie like a, probably a nine out of 10, eight and a half out of 10. Like, I think it's really, really well done. Um, yeah, I think Black Widow's a miss. I think the Eternals is a bit of a miss. Um, they're both around a six to me, six and a half out of 10 to me. Um, they're not, they're not in the shit tier of Marvel. Like, they're not in, you know, Thor and Thor 2 level bad uh, yeah. of movies, but they're definitely like right above those. Like, I put them somewhere in the 18 to 20 range of, yeah. of Marvel films. So, yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm the same. I, I quite like Shang-Chi. I thought it was really well done. Uh, again, I thought like the action was just great. Like that bus scene and that scene on the yep. scaffolding, like it was fucking it was great. great. Yeah. It was so good. And like, I liked it. I, I did think it had a couple of the usual Marvel tropes, which again, even with something as unique as Eternals, that it still suffered from that to a certain degree as well. So sure. like, 
I'm not super quick to judge on that. That seems to be their weak point as their villains. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think as a whole, like I thought Shang-Chi d- did a good job at kind of creating new parts to play in in this universe. Uh, and I thought they did a good job at tying it into what was already there. Uh, Eternals, I feel like I, like I liked it, you know? Uh, and I thought that they did a good job at explaining why they didn't partake. Uh, especially when we found out that the deviants were basically just to cancel out the Eternals. Like, I thought, okay, that makes even more sense now, like, why they've been basically told to, like, stay out of it and stay out of their affairs. And, like, I kind of, like, it kind of made more sense to me once that kind of reveal happened even more. But even just at the beginning where they were like, you can't interfere. Like, you have to let them make their choices they're going to make and and... Well, it's, it's that religious argument, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, as somebody that's not religious in any way, but yes. um, it's that constant battle of, oh, if God was real, why doesn't he step in and stop humanity from doing terrible things? And the, yeah. the reason is, is like humanity has to have a choice. They want to, they have to want to do the right thing or have to want to evolve to be better. And yeah. it's that's basically what it's in, in the Eternals is like, you know, you have the power to step in and, and change you know, the world for good, but you have to also let them evolve and make their own decisions and find out why bad things are bad and good things are good. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So I liked, I liked it. I thought they, I thought both played into their universe as well. And yeah, I thought Black Widow, honestly, I think Black Widow would have been like a seven or an eight out of 10. Cause I agree with you. I, I would place Widow around six and a half out of ten probably uh i would probably put her a bit higher if that would have came out directly following civil war like if that would have fallen in line where it belonged yeah i think it would have been significantly better but we're past the point of caring like she's dead so like we don't really care that much anymore and like yeah we got to get a little bit of like insight into her story like which was good uh, but again, like it's too little, too late. Like now that she's gone, it, like it, it doesn't really hold water for me. Like I don't care. It's like she's gone. So it's like it's yeah. You no, know. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, you know so this more than I do. Uh, it is D twenty three is coming up, right? Like sometime soon. Um, I'm not sure. Actually, doesn't it kind of move? It's not always the same time, is it? I'm not sure. I, I thought it was in November, but I might be wrong. But um, 2021, uh, November 19th. Yeah. So you think that they're going to show off probably a trailer for something that we haven't seen, which I would assume is going to be uh, Doctor Strange. Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Um, I would assume they're going to show the the Disney Plus shows that we haven't seen anything from. So I assume yeah. She Hulk and um, uh, Miss Marvel. Um, I assume both of those are going to come out. Like I would say, one's going to come out in February, and the other one's going to come out in like you know March or April, like right back to back to break up that you know five month span between Spider Man and uh, Doctor Strange. And then I would hope that they start contemplating like some stuff further out, like just to tease it, even like even if it's not like yeah, like even if it just says like Phase Five you know, we do have a plan for it and here's a couple movies that are involved with it or whatever. Like, I think that's a smart way to go. Me too. Oh, thanks, bro. Cheers. Yeah, thanks, have a great Cheers, dude. Um, uh, I, I would be surprised if we didn't see um, 
Fantastic Four of some sort, even just a teaser. like Or uh, even just casting announcements. Oh, yeah, that would be great, too. But I think even a teaser without showing any any cast would be a cool idea. Like, Yeah, yeah. But even if they just walked out, like, you know, four or five actors and were like, here, here's a here's a cast of Fantastic Four and who we've casted as, like, a you know, another whatever the villain is or whoever. Yep. Like, just say, like, here's here's who we've casted, here's who we've got in mind. Like, obviously, we all want X-Men as well. And, like, it'd be great yeah. if they came out. It's like, oh, we figured out who we want to play Wolverine or whatever. But... Oh, that'd be great. I, I think I think they got to start teasing farther out because we just you know we only basically know the next two years yes and i mean that's great and all but like where where are all the sequels to these disney plus shows too gonna fall like you know are we getting loki season two next year or is it 2023 like yeah you know yeah i i i uh i i feel like we'll get well because remember last year when they did d20 i remember i didn't get to watch it live because i was opening a store in kamloops but um I remember like catching up with it on my lunch and being overwhelmed with the amount of stuff there was to like look yeah. at. Like, so I feel like we'll probably get a pretty good idea of what's to come. And like last, well, time there's we also got, rumors too that they want to do uh, a new X Men animated series. Oh yeah, for Disney that'd, be that'd be great. So I mean, I don't know if that's like ready to go or anything like that. Like it might be years yeah, yeah. out, but um, you know, there's rumors going around that, that they want to do some animated kid stuff, like a uh, new Spider-Man animated series, a new X-Men animated series, so on and so forth for Disney+. Plus. So I could see that coming That's down cool. the timeline, too. And yeah, obviously, they're sure. going to do a lot of Star Wars shit. Like, they're going to show yeah. off, you know, either what the plans are for the next Star Wars movie or what's, you know, uh, Mandalorian Season 3 or something along those lines. Yeah. I uh, I think Disney Plus Day is the week before D- D20, D whatever because oh, like okay. uh i think on i think it's november 13th i might be wrong the saturday i think that's the day where shang chi is available for streaming and uh something there's something else too that's coming to disney plus there's a few things yeah, so i think that are new that are, and then they're they're teasing like star wars announcements for that that day too i think so yeah there's oh, going to be a lot kenobi i think we're supposed to see kenobi trailer that makes sense that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there's going to be a fuck ton of announcements in the next few weeks of, of stuff coming, you know, Marvel and, and Star deal. Wars. Yeah. Sweet deal. I'm down with that. Exciting time, my friend. Oh, yeah. You know it. Um, Is that it? Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's the our Eternal spoilers. I, uh, I think so. I don't got anything else really to say about it. So Ryan gave it a 6 out of 10, and I'm giving it an 8 out of 10, I guess. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not saying don't don't see it, but I'm just saying if you have your... I mean, my hope, my expectations for it were near zero, and I still was pretty bored by it. So, I mean, if you have, like, super, super high stokes, you know, expectations for it, you're probably going to be let down a little bit, in my opinion, but... Uh, yeah, but maybe I mean, if you, at the end of you know, the day, that familiar with the comics and know these characters really well, maybe it's going to, you know, meet your expectations or exceed them. If, if yeah, if this that's, is what you're, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Is like I don't know the characters at all, so like my first introduction to them was this this movie, and yeah, and I'm, I was the same as you last week. I went into this being like, yeah, like even yesterday during the day, I was like, I have to go to that movie tonight. Yeah. 
And then, like, you know, once I got there and started watching it, I was like, oh, you're actually pretty, I like this. This is good. This is different. So but I thought it was a good, rushed, long, rushed story, which seemed yeah. weird. But, uh, but yeah, it was still, I liked it. I thought, I thought it worked. I thought it worked enough to work for me, so. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. I mean, hopefully, um, you know, we'll either get a second Eternals movie or, uh, you know, over these characters start showing up in other things, but yeah, there's no way we're not getting us. We'll get a second Eternals movie. I think it got greenlit. Uh, they, they just said like I think last, last week sometime that there's no guarantees that this is getting a sequel. Okay, well I know that they greenlit it uh, at the beginning of the summer because I remember reading a thing saying that everyone was surprised at their confidence in it. I don't know. I, I just read. I think it was on IGN. Uh, it even said. It even said at the end. It said the Eternals will be back. Yeah, but that could mean the Eternals will be back in the next Avengers movie. The Eternals could be oh, back. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Fucking anything. I guess that's yeah. I, I I don't know. I does it warrant a direct sequel? Sure. I I think they could improve upon what they did, and now yeah, that they know some characters, they could make it very fascinating. Um, did you ever watch Umbrella Academy? I didn't. I couldn't get through the second season, but the first one I did. Yeah, like I really like that show, and it, it, a lot of this movie reminded me of that too. Was did it? Very yeah, I, I didn't mind the first season. I thought it was pretty good, and then we started watching the second season, but we fell off pretty quick. Maybe by episode three, that was we were just. I, I, if I remember season. right, the second season wasn't as good as the first, and it started yeah. slow, but it was. It ended up being pretty good, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember seeing the thing where they were all talking about finishing season three, like filming it. So, so yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll it. I'm more excited for the boys. I want. Oh, boys. same. I can't wait for the boys season three. Yeah, I hope boys, it's soon. Yeah, me too. That'd be awesome. There, that that's a great show. Oh, the show's fucking phenomenal. Can't, I, can't, I, can I cannot wait. Yeah, we're done. So we're done. We're done. All right. Um, All right. Thanks everybody for watching. Um, if you're interested, Monday I will be streaming my first Lego build, the Daily mm. Bugle. I'll post about it before Monday, exact time. I'm thinking probably it's going to be around 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern. But do a stream every Monday from uh, now on, doing some Lego builds. So if you're interested, please come by and hang out. But uh, yeah, man. Other than that, that sucks. I'm going to miss your first one because I'll be out and about. It's all Actually, good, I think that first day I'll be I'll be flying when you're live. I don't think I watch get it, it on the plane, baby. Into. If I had Wi-Fi, I would. It's all good, buddy. Um, I'm on vacation, so I'm gonna I'll definitely do a couple hours probably on Monday. But um, nice. Usually, I think we'll be between sixty and ninety minutes because you know I gotta get ready for work and everything like that at night. So yeah, yeah. We'll see, but. If you're interested, please come by on uh, Monday. Just be me. Yeah, go Matt. watch him build Legos. And then uh, next week will be a solo podcast, so I'll be doing something on my own. And then the following week, we'll potentially doing uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Spoiler cast. Who's gonna we'll call? Go Matthew. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for watching. If uh, you don't already, please follow us. Uh, follow Matt at Customs by Matthew. You can follow me at Moose Milk Media. And our art is done by at Janie Milne Art. And we're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. If you just want to get the audio version of the podcast, please uh, go there, subscribe, follow us, rate, review, whatever you got to do. 
tell a friend, tell a grandma, do whatever you want to do. Um, She'll say, welcome to Walmart. <laughs> Is this the parking lot? Is this the parking lot? <laughs> All right. And that's the uh, whole end spiel. So thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye, buddy. See you, man.